RecruitersLiveLounge.com, episode 12. Firefish is a predictive recruitment sales and marketing platform that helps recruitment agencies like yours attract, engage, and place more candidates with your clients. Go to firefishsoftware.com forward slash rec live lounge. Recruiters Live Lounge. Recruiterslivelounge.com, where you get to hang out with the most inspiring recruitment business leaders on the planet. Hosted by Roy Ripper. Welcome everybody to Recruiters Live Lounge, where you get to meet and hang out with some of the most inspirational recruitment business leaders on the planet. And I'm really, really stoked today. I'm really, really excited to be able to welcome Mr. Daniel Faulkner. Now, Daniel's the Managing Director of Arthur Financial, based in London. And at Arthur Financial, um, those guys specialize in uh, the Lloyds, the London markets, and the Lloyds insurance market. So we're going to get Dan to talk about that. But before he does, um, you know, Daniel Faulkner is one of those key individuals that you know I think is is one of those. Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? I find him inspiring. You know, I met Daniel a couple of years ago, and people ask me all the time, you know, who do you look to to get your inspiration? He is one of those people. So, without uh, further ado, Dan, hi, how's it going? Hi, Roy. Thank you very much for the uh, yeah very kind introduction. My absolute pleasure. Now, look, Dan, before we get started, um, do you want to tell us something about you and the work that you guys do at Arthur Financial? Yeah, sure. Um, so, Arthur Financial moved to London five years ago. Uh, we do specialise, like you say, in London and Lloyd's insurance markets, but our insurance desk is starting to, to reach beyond London and Lloyd's. So, we're making international placements now, regional placements up and down the country, which is really good. Um, we're focusing this year on developing our financial sales and financial services side of the business. Things are going really well. Um, I think more importantly for me, everyone's really enjoying the process. And, and Dan, listen, before we get into this as well, just um, one of the things that's always fascinated me about Arthur Financial, without giving, out, giving away any trade secrets, yeah. uh, you know, stuff that's competitive to you, you guys do really well in terms of placing teams, entire teams of people, as opposed to just one or two individuals, right? That's correct. I mean, we've got multiple tiers within the business. Uh, predominantly, you know, if we take the insurance model, for example, we'll place anything from a graduate all the way up to, like you say, teams of individuals. And that's something that's probably really interesting for me. I've, I've been fortunate enough to progress my own personal uh, recruitment career. Uh, through multiple stages from placing grass cutters for the local council all the way through to 17-man teams into some of the largest insurance companies of the world. So it's not been a bad 10 years. We, we've come a long way. Well, you have come a long way, Dan. And look, I know um, we'll put links into this below in terms of what those awards are, but I know you've certainly been recognised uh, for Young Entrepreneur of the Year. You've won awards, uh, Business to Business Awards. I know that you guys do some sterling stuff. I know that you've got recognition within your local community for services that you've provided to that community. Yeah. And of course, there's the whole transition to work uh, program that you guys have got up going at Arthur Financial. I know you won't talk about those things, uh, probably because you're, you're a bit too modest, but you know the, the industry recognizes that work. 
Yeah, I think it's really important to have some kind of corporate responsibility. And even before I, I had a job, uh, I think it's important to, to look after your local community and to, to share you know, your experiences and try to help people along. I found it quite difficult as a, as a young uh, teenager to find my vocation in life and to find what I actually wanted to do. I, I found that there wasn't a huge amount of guidance. So this is why the Transitions Work Programme is so important to us. And we're, we're lucky enough to have some success stories in that as well. So it's, it's a nice thing to, to do. Um, it's, it's a great thing to do, Dan, and, and, and you know, top, top marks to you and you guys for, for, for that programme. Now, Dan, look, I'm really keen to get into these questions with you. Yes. I've known you a while, but some of these questions I've never asked you, so I'm as keen as anybody to hear some of your answers. Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, <laughs> good answer. Um, Dan, listen, what's your favourite... Uh, quote, success quote, or motivational quote that you live your life by. Uh, there's, there's many. I'll be honest, uh, but but one that I really like is hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Uh, that's a, a guy called Tim uh, Notley. He was a high school basketball coach, and he was very inspirational to all the people that uh, went to the high school. And in fact, there was lots of NBA players that come from that high school wow. through his coaching. He, he's, he's not very well known, uh, but I'm sure he is for the people that he's helped along the way. And, and how do you use, or how have you used that quote, Dan, in, in, in your own life? Okay, well, when Arthur was established, uh, we had no market share. Okay. We had no historical success, zero. We had no client base. So, so why would people use an unknown, unproven recruitment partner? Right. Um, all of my pitches to clients were, and always will be, straight talking, direct, and to the point. Sure. Um, the message being, we work harder than the competition. Um, we care about our clients' business, and we want to work with you. And I think there's so many recruitment companies that get given roles because they're on PSLs, and there's a recruiter sitting there, oh, I may or may not work this, this piece of business. Right. But if you've got the right approach to work, whether you've got the experience, whether you've got the facility behind you, I always found that we, we were very successful in picking those clients up and delivering back to their business, which of course helped us maintain clients and, uh, and build from there. So combining uh, talent and hard work, um, we now have good market share, we've attracted excellent staff, and we've got clients coming to us. Um, so, you know, we're very happy that we've maintained this sort of core value. Do you know, and, and, and Dan, I applaud that. I, um, I meet so many people um, that talk to me and they say to me, oh, you know what, the success in recruitment is about working smart, you know, they, and they talk a lot about this, working smart. I may have read it somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, and I always say to them, no, actually, I disagree with that. I challenge that. For me, it's about working hard first and then going to work on the smart next, you know, or in conjunction with. But nothing beats graft, right? Nothing beats graft, which is just another way of your of, of uh, verbalising your quote. Absolutely. Okay, good. Thank you for that, Dan. Now, look, I'm I'm really keen to uh, take our viewers and listeners on on your journey. Um, and I know that, yes, Arthur Financial is successful now. It continues to grow and is, uh, you know, its success grows. Um, but we also know at Recruiters Live Lounge that behind every uh, successful business leader, 
there's usually been some adversity or some personal failure. <laughs> Take us to a moment f- in your life where there's been that business failure. Talk about a failure that you've had personally in recruitment. Uh, and to be honest, there's not one specific failure. I think the failure for me has been a theme, okay. and it was more in my early years. So I set up the business when I was 24. Um, I'd only worked for someone else for 11 months in recruitment, and I didn't really know exactly what scope or scale that I, I my own abilities could grow to. Sure. I was in mum's back bedroom, uh, and I dr- just dreamed of having an office of my own. Not a car, not my own flat, but just my own office and a couple of members of staff. Sure. It, it took me two years to get my own office and a couple of members of staff, um, and I was thrilled at my team. I loved our business and the results that we were achieving for our clients. Right. I think now looking back, my regret, or if you, you like to call it my, our failure, um, is sitting back in the company's position and continuing to maintain our market share of our expansion. Right. Um, I mean, word, word had spread over a few years, candidates became clients, clients moved to, comp- moved to other companies and were calling Arthur to open accounts uh, with their, their next business. Right. Um, by default, our client base grew and Arthur's recruiters were unable to service, well, the three of us were unable to service all of the requirements. Um, so we knew that we needed to employ more staff in right. an organic growth process. Um, we employed more people, um, some with their own network, some needed training. We acquired experienced recruiters, trained green staff, and the recommendations and referrals continued to flow. So by growing organically, I realized that we could influence our growth if we just tried harder. Yeah. Um, so for me, the failure is in our thinking, in our mindset, and that's not to think bigger sooner, or maybe just not to be ambitious enough in the early days. Um, I mean, now we've got very ambitious growth plans, as you know, to grow yeah. into our markets. And in the past year alone, we've doubled the number of consultants we've got and, and our revenue base. So it seems to be working. It, it is working, Dan. And, and given the experience um, of, as you said, of of not growing it rapidly, you know, it, it's kind of made you doubly determined now. So there's a lesson in there somewhere. Um, you know, maybe if you'd gone for uh, st- steady growth or whatever, it, it still wouldn't have been as rapid. So the fact that you didn't grow as quickly as you wanted, you recognise that all yeah. of a sudden that that growth within Arthur Financial is, is quite a, 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 a steep, uh, a, a more of a steep path than, than perhaps it would have been uh, with consistent growth. But look, um, I, I'm, we're always going to learn from people's, uh, you know adversity and the challenges they face so thank you for sharing that with us um daniel again keep us on the journey talk to me about your eureka moment um you know whether that was early in the life of arthur financial or whether it's a a more recent thing but the light bulb goes on everything becomes very clear take us to that moment and, and maybe some of the lessons that you've pulled out of it Again, I mean, for me, there was no one eureka moment. Okay. There's lots of little ones. Um, so I, I constantly try to understand other people and learn from what they know and how they've come to their conclusions. And by understanding and listening to other people, we can learn so much more um, than, than I started learning through my own successes and mistakes. So it's much better for me to learn from my network successes and mistakes, and especially the mistakes. So. Ideally, we can avoid them. Um, 
So when I learn something new, it's not Eureka, it's more, ah, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's lots of those moments every single day. I quite like that, Dan. So it's not always about, you know, the takeaway I get there is it's not always Eureka, like, ah, it's, it's, ah, yes, you know, and it's, um, and I agree with you. I'm a great, um, I know, really passionate learner, as you, as you know, um, but I learn from other people and, and whether they're experienced people or complete rookies into our industry, I like to think of myself as a great observer of people and, and uh, success leaves clues, right? So all we need to do is study successful people and work out what they do and, and, and try and replicate that. But equally, I like learning from people outside our industry because they're not tainted. You know, they, they have a more common sense or sorry, often they'll have a more common sense approach to the way we do things rather than um, some of the, the, the veterans, so-called veterans around. Um, As recruiters, I mean, we get so much access to successful businesses. We can gotcha. look at find companies and see what are they doing right? Is that applicable to our industry, yeah. to what we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis? I think we're very lucky in that respect. It's a, it's a fortunate industry, isn't it? It's kind of like we do. We, we get such massive insights into some really good uh, businesses to work for and with uh, and then equally we learn some lessons from some of the companies we deal with where you really wouldn't want to work with yeah. them um, and you can learn as much from you know from that negative stuff as well right when even our candidates you know they, they come to us and they're looking to leave a company why are you looking to leave and yeah. if, if whatever toxic reason if there is one that they're looking to leave is uh, it's brought to the forefront, then we know not to, to create that in our own businesses sure. to make sure that we can retain staff, which is so key in, in building a company. Sure. Now, Dan, look, I, I know that, you know, the recruitment industry as a whole globally is not your responsibility, but I know at Arthur Financial, you guys are trying to, you, you've got a very distinctive culture. What do you do personally to drive standards or the expectation of recruitment what do you do day to day to drive those standards uh, at Arthur Financial uh, I think we try to set our own standards and it's so key you know so many of our uh, competitors work at a large brand agency for 20 years and then set up a smaller version of that large brand agency yeah when I was doing lots of market research and talking to our clients about our competitors who's good who's not um, lots of feedback comes back that they're just all the same. So we try and set our own standards. We hire people that are conscientious in their approach to life. I think that's really key. Yeah. They don't want to let people down and they're prepared to go the extra mile to achieve more for themselves and their clients and candidates. We ensure that we've got a good senior uh, to junior consultant ratio right. to apply experience and knowledge in tricky situations. Um, we train our staff weekly, if not daily, to ensure that they're always learning and improving. We apply smart thinking to our recruitment approach and process, and we stay up to date with our clients' regulations and any news, um, see how their work environments are changing so that we can adapt accordingly. That's brilliant. And, you know, and again, the takeaway I get from that, I, I wish Arthur Financial was around as a recruitment company for me to have joined 27, 28 years ago. It's a stringent recruitment process, Arthur Royce. <laughs> Drat, I wouldn't get in, but I'd be keep I'm banging sure. on the door. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dan, tell me, I'm gonna, I mean, in fact, I'm gonna ask you, um, 
I'd like you to, to look into your crystal ball, if you like, and, um, and, and try and look in and find out how you think the recruitment industry or our recruitment profession is going to develop over the next five years. It's an interesting question. It's something I'm always looking at. So when I set up in 2004, the landscape had completely changed. There was dial-up internet. Soon it became broadband. All of a sudden, you've got websites like monster.co.uk. Not that I'm plugging Monster, but uh, you had these websites with large talent pools. So it changed the landscape drastically. And I think that's going to continue to change in the next five years. Many of our clients now are cottoning on to how they can save money. They get fed up with paying a fee for average candidates from Wayne, the salesman recruiter, uh, who's got lucky with a candidate he's found from a monster advert and he's not followed a tight process. So clients are creating their own sourcing teams uh, for lower level staff predominantly um, because it's much easier to acquire easier and cheaper to acquire through their job boards directly sure. uh, and reduce their rates on their PSL which is you know putting agencies um, in, a, in a tricky position you yeah. know, how, how can we maintain our, our, our same revenue streams if we don't adapt I think the future recruitment will integrate current technology and talent pools with direct sourcing so recruitment agencies will need to be smarter, they'll need to lead niche sectors mm. um, in candidate scarce markets and add value to their client companies. And that's more for us in the process, running a really tight process. You might be able to source people, but how are you going to induct them into your business and how are you going to pitch your business to them to attract the right staff? So I think we all need to try and save clients time and money. Um, in always providing clients with best candidate for the job obviously uh, service integrity is key to our client success and if our clients succeed then we do too and, and Dan you know and brilliant thank you I love that vision I really do and it's, it's definitely the way I've seen things start to develop you know we're seeing signs of this already this concentration on niche um, is your thought on here that those internal departments then are going to uh, maybe take away the lower levels of recruitment and the professional recruiter will maybe go up some levels and, and concentrate at mid to senior levels? Oh, I agree, yeah, absolutely. I think there, there can be lots of automation through job boards and even integrating into ATS systems internally with clients to, to give a flow of people. Um, you're never going to be able to get the candidates and you know we all know that passive candidates don't apply for jobs on job boards or put their CVs out there. Um, also niche candidates, so if it's very easy for, for someone to find a job or if they're being headhunted every single day, then they're not going to use those mediums. So I think it will push towards niche, I think it will push towards specialism and I, I hope that lots of the larger companies actually realise that they don't need to use high street recruiters per se for lower level placement to use a specialist that knows their industry that can add value to their process and ultimately is going to assist the flow of good people to their to their business good okay thank you for that dan good really really good kind of insight of, of what that future might be now dan i'm really keen to get you into this lightning round the lightning round so let's kick off with the first one then dan um, what's the number one thing that you see holding back recruiters from being more successful? 
there's only one thing, in my opinion, that holds recruit, recruiters back, and it's themselves. Uh, I think people need to have the right attitude to achieve their full potential. It's very easy to coast through, through life and be part of the 99% the of the workforce. You need to be committed to continually learn, develop, and beat not just your colleagues, but every recruiter in your, in your sector. So, so true, isn't it? It's like, if you, if you don't want to be doing that, maybe recruitment's not the right place. I, or, or, or maybe it is, but I just, I can't stand that word mediocrity. You know, if you're going to do something, let's absolutely go for it and, and, and fail spectacularly, uh, rather than just be one of the also-rans. So, no, I, I concur with that one. Um, Dan, great advice from you, but what's the best piece of advice, business or recruitment or otherwise that you've ever received? The best advice, Roy, that I've ever had um, has been given to me from my mum. Right. Uh, she told me from a very, very early age that you can do anything, you can achieve absolutely anything in life if you put your mind to it and you work hard. And I think so many other people haven't had that encouragement and, and see limitations or put obstacles in the way of their progression. But uh, you know, if you certainly take down those barriers or don't even see that they're there, then in my opinion, you'll, you'll achieve a lot more. I think you're really fortunate with that, Mum. I can't oh, wait yeah. to meet her and shake her hand. Um, we try and do this for all of our kids, but actually it's a great message to hear from any parent, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, you can do whatever you want to do and almost getting that permission uh, to be who you want to be. Um, well done. And I can see that you've responded well to it. Um, Dan, talk about um, a resource, a hack, a shortcut, an app, anything that you use personally or that your guys use at Arthur Financial that makes, I don't know, the job easier. What, what, what do you use? Um, I'd have to say Roy Ripper's training. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> In all seriousness, um, we, we, we really look to integrate technology and we look at our operational workflow. I think lots of recruiters just get a job on, look to provide CVs, book interviews and run a process. How does the, the business run end-to-end -end cycles and that's for candidate attraction, maintaining talent pools, engaging, maintaining engagement with clients. Um, and we use lots of little clever programs for it. I mean, our, our CRM is pretty good. We've got a, a clever little phone system that plugs into our CRM, which we can just dial through. It records our calls, and which is you know, a new thing for Arthur, but quite interesting. Dan, what's the name of that um, that phone application there? Do you know? Yeah, it's called Cloud Call, and it's produced by Sonetti. Okay. So it's it's really good. You know, we we run little competitions with the uh, the youth group, if you want to call them that. Uh, our junior consultants are doing really well. Um, they might might come in and say, Dan, I've had a problem with this call. Can we listen to it back? How would you have dealt with this objection? Uh, which is a, a great source of uh, yeah, great great source of kit for us. The other massive advantage for, for what we found, we know what the right questions to ask as recruiters when we're taking down a job spec or yeah. when we're qualifying a candidate. But sometimes our mouths or their mouths work quicker than our our pen. <laughs> So with the, the new technology uh, that Sonetti brings us, we can just talk, listen, digest, understand, have our follow-up questions, our qualifying questions, listen to the call back and then write it down after. So it's, it's been really useful for us. It's an amazing coaching tool. I, I really like the sound of that. I'm gonna have to look into that or look at your, uh, look at your kit. Um, brilliant, thank you for that, Dan. 
Um, next question for you. What's the best business book uh, or best book that you've read that's had an impact on your business in the last six months? Okay. Well, I'll, I'll be completely straight, Roy. The, the books that are this big, I, I've never had interest for, but I really like the Ken Blanchard books. Um, so the One Minute Manager yeah. and that whole series, really. Um, and I, I, I've made sure that all of our managers have read the same books. One that I found really good for culture was uh, Fish by John Christensen, Harry Paul, and Stephen London. Brilliant. Um, really good book. It really teaches us how to run a, a good ship and make sure that everyone's enjoying work. If they're all enjoying it, they're far more likely to be successful. I love those recommendations, Dan. I remember the um, Ken Blanchard, the One Minute Managers. Those were the first books, business books, that I read that gave me the taste and the appetite for more. Um, and I think it's exactly as you said, they're, you know, they're easy to consume. The messages are really simple, but boy, are they effective. Um, and it, it definitely gave me the, you know, the appetite to consume more and more. And I love fish. It's like, you know, it's really, it, it spawned an absolutely amazing uh, training program behind that book. So. Uh, yeah, I'm a fan of both of those books. Thanks for thanks for sharing them, um, Daniel. Listen, the, f the final question that I've got for you in the in the lightning round, um, Dan. If you woke woke up tomorrow morning, you still had all of the knowledge, all of the experience that you've currently got, but Arthur Financial wasn't there. All right, God forbid, but Arthur Financial wasn't there, and you had to start all over again. Tell me, what would you do? How would you how would you go about starting up again? Uh, well, after traveling the world, of course, um, I'd, I'd create the, exactly the same recruitment model we've got today. Good. But this time I'd do it a lot quicker without making the same mistakes along the way, of course. Um, I'm very passionate about what we do and the company model that we've created. And no business can run at 100% efficiency. Uh, but I think, you know, that our vision is getting pretty close now and uh, I'm quite happy with where we are, so I'll try and just do it as, as quickly as possible. Fantastic, fantastic, Dan. Now listen, we are coming to uh, the end of our session, sadly. Um, I could talk to you forever on, 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 on these different questions, but we are coming towards the end. Um, Dan, is there a final piece of advice that you would give our viewers, our listeners, and after that advice, how would people get in touch with you after this show? Okay, I think quite simply, continue to work as hard, to be as best as you can be, to learn something new every day, to challenge yourself, not to beat yourself up with mistakes that you make along the way, because that's just part of the learning curve, and really to, to see that your options are limitless, and if you haven't got a good coach or mentor, you, I feel free to, to reach out to me for a, a chat, and uh, you can do that via LinkedIn or the company website or our phone number, which I'm sure Roy will provide you with all the details. We'll put it down there. Dan, I, I, I think you're gonna be inundated by people asking to be mentored by you, but that's a positive problem or challenge to have. Um, Dan, listen, on behalf of everybody at Recruiters Live Lounge, I just wanna say a personal thank you, massive thank you uh, for you taking time out to hang out with us, but also just to share your journey, you know, talk about some of the failures, the successes, and sharing your journey with us today. So thank you, Dan. You're very welcome. I just hope that, you know, you can take something from, from what I've said. So. Oh, listen, masses of stuff. 
And, and to everyone else out there that's, that's watching this episode, thank you for joining Recruiters Live Lounge. Uh, if you want to get more episodes like this, people that are inspiring recruitment business leaders, talking about their experiences and their journeys and their recommendations, then make sure that you subscribe. You can get weekly episodes just like this, weekly interviews with these inspiring characters uh, delivered straight to your inbox on any kind of device, any way you want to consume this. So please subscribe. Um, until we see you again, Daniel, thank you for joining us. Very welcome. And thank you to everybody out there in Recruiters Live Lounge. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Recruiters Live Lounge with Roy Ripper. Join us next time for more insights and incredible success journeys to help you be a better recruitment business leader. Would you like to be able to attract, engage and place more candidates with your clients? Firefish is a predictive recruitment sales and marketing platform that will help you do exactly that. Their SaaS solution incorporates an applicant tracking system, recruitment marketing, CRM, KPI reporting and full website integration. Go to firefishsoftware.com forward slash rec live lounge and schedule your free demo today.